Oh, wait. Hold on. Let me try that again. Failed for me. Did you start already? Yeah, I gotta change my um my title. Wait a minute. Y'all gotta y'all gotta Are y'all ready? Oh I'm not streaming. I'm not saying you are. But I'm ready, whatever. Okay, here we go. Alright, I'll let you know when we're about to go live, Flango. Mute yourselves. All right. Tell me if you can open up your camera. Tell you how to put his clothes on. Mute yourself. I'm gonna give you a lurk, Flango. Two minutes. One minute.
Ready, Flango? Oh, yeah, I've been live for the last uh, four minutes. Okay, hold on. I'm about to go live. Alright. I might have to talk in a second. Alright, go take over. Hey, how's it going, everybody? Today I am podcasting with uh, Dragonfire, and I also have Taledris. I'm going to be going ahead and giving them an amazing interview, and I'm going to listen to their amazing answers. I want to give everybody that introduction into what Dragonfire and Taledris life is about. Um, so I want to thank you all for coming and joining. Um, and when they're ready, we're going to go ahead and dive into these questions and see what we can get from them. Hell yeah. <laughs> this yeah. is great. It's, you know, I'm never, I'm never used to being on the other side of the podcast. It's always like so hard to get used to when you're, um, when you're not the one who's asking the questions. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it should be quite. Yeah. So yeah. We interviewed you a little bit a while ago, but then like now we're back on that side again. Yeah. All right. I'm ready. So, yeah. And I uh, make sure to uh, watch Blanco stream. He's very close to affiliate. I got it pulled up. Yep. Me too. I appreciate you both. Appreciate you both. So yeah. I want to say first question. What? got you in the music what inspires <laughs> you in the music <laughs> who wants okay. to answer this first um i can I, go first okay um, what so what got me into music well basically well you mean like the music that we play yeah what got you um doing your own music what got you okay. um what's your favorite type of band or and stuff like that inspires you to do the music you do okay i got a good, good few answers for this um so well, how I, I'll answer it in both two separate ways. So, cause I got two answers. So first for the band we're in, um, what inspired me to do that? So I still remember it was back in 2015. Um, I remember Dragon and our um, drummer who we had, um, well, we mentioned him a lot on the channel. Um, he goes by the stream name of Mayo. So, or D or Dang Sinatra. So either yeah. or, uh, you guys were like doing the thing. It was just a two member band. And like, you were like to me, oh, hey, Telly, how about you come by and uh, hang out with us? and because we had a band practice, I'm like, okay, sure, I'll do that. And yeah. at first, it was just the three of us hanging out. Like, I would play bass a little bit up until like spring of like 2016. That's when we got punky. And yeah, we had we got punky in around like 2016. And then like about a year later, we were about to have like our first show. And like since she was playing bass, um, we we're looking to add, expand more into the music, like do more with it. Yeah. Like add more to it. Like I guess if you if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, like I and then we. <clears throat> excuse me came up with the idea to add in keyboards so i started playing keyboard for the band yeah so yeah basically i've been the uh head keyboardist of the band here um songwriter too sometimes yeah and yeah that's just what i've been doing with my band and that's how i got got inspired by just like you, you you were like how about you just come and hang out with us i was like okay sure and then about like maybe a year later from that time we were in a band together and yeah and what my favorite kind of music well so music we play is alternative rock and what inspires me is um i talk about it quite a bit on the podcast i am very inspired by a, a well there goes my phone i'm very inspired by a um 
rock band I'm into um, called The War on Drugs. I mean, look at this. I got three vinyls right here. Oh, that's nice. Poster here, poster here, poster here. Um, wow, dude. Shirts in the, in the closet. So, yeah, they kind of inspire me for, for my music, like music we play and music I write. So, like, they're a big inspiration to me. And, yeah, that's basically my, my side of the story. So, Dragon, you're next. Yeah, so for me, it was pretty similar, but except, um, you know, my, my, I guess, love affair with music has been pretty much my whole life, you know, ever since I was a kid, um, you know, music has been in my life in some way, shape or form. I've always, uh, you know, I've always played music. Um, I started uh, at first as like ther therapy, like physical therapy, but then, you know, really at around the age of, um, I want to say 16, it maybe actually no, closer to like 14, 15 is when it really kind of, um, ex when it kind of really exploded for me where I really started to get into singing. Um, I became a more popular, uh, popular, uh, more proper singer, you know, uh, figuring out my, um, my voice part and, you know, figuring out who I was as a musician, what I, what I liked, uh, to do as a musician and, you know, getting into musicals and acting from there and just utilizing my skills as a musician in those situations and really it's just become a, a sort of a language for me a way for a way for me to connect with people because i am like incredibly socially awkward and i just don't i, I just don't go out much i don't really um you know connect with people on on just talking and chit chatting but but music became that thing where you know i could sing and i uh, kind of felt like I could connect with people a little bit more comfortably when yeah. I was when I'm actually singing and playing music as opposed to you know just straight up chit chatting because I'm really awkward with that. So that's kind of my, my my how I really kind of got into it. Is I, one thing I can add too is uh, actually wait what was your thought? I was about to add like a little thing. Go ahead. I mean, like, one thing I can just add, I just thought of now, is one thing we also do to kind of motivate us and kind of express ourselves musically is um, every Tuesday, we usually go to uh, Brian's bar and do a karaoke. Yeah. And that's one fun thing we do now is, like, we do karaoke with Funky and Brian. Yeah. And one thing we're also looking to do is start going to this one other local bar um, and do open mics there. So, yeah. there. so that's one good way to really put your foot out there and just, like, play your music more. Yeah. yeah. And music is, that's a definitely a good way to cope with a lot of things because yeah. depending on what type of artist you listen to you can relate to what they're saying and yeah. it can either make you even more happy it can make you more sad because it's letting it's touching your inner soul it's touching that conscience in the back of your head like damn i have all these emotions i didn't even know i had built up inside of me but this specific particular music that i'm listening to the particular yeah. artist is yeah. touching me in a way that I can't express. I'm trying not to it, laugh. Yeah. I'm trying not to laugh because I got a joke for that one. But, yeah. <laughs> See, the thing is, it is very much like, um, it helps you like come to terms with your own self-worth and like 
your own emotions because it's like well this is how i feel i just don't know how to voice it myself you know yeah. like like you feel some type of way and um you don't know how to voice it hey flango uh, just an uh, advice for you on discord you see that bottom right window you can close that actually that's not part of the call oh, oh yeah snap. all right, right. You, you know that x yeah you can you can just yeah there you go there you okay go. <laughs> so you know you you feel kind of you know a connection to an understanding of yourself and not only of yourself but of other people you know you start yeah. to connect with other people you start to find the de- the similarities with people and and you know nothing bring, brings people together like song and sure, and yeah. and the emotion behind it you know that's true so, because yeah. when you um for instance when you go to karaoke night when you go to um a place where you can start singing with others you start, you start building this bond and yeah. it starts oh, yeah. making sure. that that introvert inside of you it starts to make you just not one at all because you start yeah. just turning into a whole different person in a good way and yeah. now yeah. you start just feel your spirit rising you feel your energy rising inside of you and i think that's what a lot of people should really look at yeah. music at or like because and- when you listen to music, some people just listen to it for a car ride, just to you know clear up the dead space and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. yeah. really listen to some of these lyrics, and I'm not talking about yeah. some of the music I listen to, like rap music. But listen to some actual good music and listen to what the artist is trying to say. Mm-hmm. Sometimes sure. there's hidden messages behind what the artist is trying to say, and it's up to you to connect those messages and relay it into your real life or reality, mm-hmm. as other people say. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I did that today with one song I was listening to. Like, I, I saw the lyrics in like the comment of the of like on YouTube, and like I looked at them and I analyzed them myself and, thought, and kind of depict the meaning of the song I was listening to. So yeah, yeah, I was good to do that. Cause, cause you really relate to it, right? Like you, you find you try to find meaning in stuff like this, and you do, you know, find your own meaning in in this kind of thing, and and it it just kind of helps you deal with situations like um i'll say this when my when my grandfather passed away there was a specific song by casey musgraves that helped me kind of overcome that was like you know it talked about you know that you can get through this you know there is a there is a brighter side coming in is a rainbow that's hanging over your head and you'll be okay you will you know, right now it lo- it doesn't look as good, but you will be okay eventually. And and it's just so important, you know, to have to not only have listen to all these artists, but also to try to write your own stuff because it is such a wonderful way of expressing yourself. And that kind of leads yeah. me to my um my next question too. So for both of you when you go to express yourself right when it comes into either music that you make or music that you listen to um or even going into acting what is your creative process like how do you let those emotions that you're thinking about and feeling on the inside how do you let those emotions out when you're acting in or making music so i know 
Uh, I'm gonna mention uh, one of my episodes on on my podcast with uh, with Rue actually. The Sunday's perspective. Time. Um, I'll mention that because, you know, they, they had said that you shouldn't, you know, tap too much into, you know, your, your personality, your personal life, because it can be mentally draining. But I feel like if I tap into a little bit of that, it actually helps me, uh, kind of channel emotions, you know, like, yeah, it like, like I, I react not of course, obviously, I'm gonna play a character, right? But like at the same time, I'm kind of like, how would I react when I'm in this situation? You know, how me personally I would, yeah. and that is that's just kind of how my creative process. You know, I use a lot of my mind, body, and a lot of what I do. You know, a lot of how I would react in those certain situations yeah. and it just opens up uh, a whole new world when you when you are like not only do that but also approach it like a little more open-mindedly and you know you kind of allow yourself to free yourself in the mind where yeah okay you're approaching it with your own emotions but at the same time you're exploring other areas too you're letting yourself kind of wander and explore the space and letting your mind just hang free you know it's and and you need to like do some you need to like you need to have a moment of focus before you do that before because if you're if you're like worried is like stressed about the situation about the play then then you can't be an effective actor you know an effective um artist so so you have to you know free free up your mind of worry and leave the worry at the door when you come in uh, to rehearsal because that's your space to be free that's your space to explore creatively and you yeah. shouldn't carry any stress in with you yeah and like one thing i've heard i think amy said it before and like mr matt i believe they said like Try to like think like the character, like what would the character do? Like pretend you're the character, you know? Yeah. So like, say it. Like I think I'm a big telling me that for, like Shakespeare, or even the phase two. I remember, yeah, for like um, the play festival, they were like, uh, what would he do in this situation? Like think like him, like like kind of develop the character. Like what's their backstory? You know, like like get yourself familiar with the character, like build a relationship with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, I forget like, that. It's something I've been told to do, and I got kind of think like that too, like for the characters I play. Like, oh, especially for our last play with Mr. M, he directed. I remember the questions he'd ask, like the two of us, he'd ask, like, because like our our um, we're scene partners, and like um, the, the characters supposed to be friends. So like he was like, what kind of friends? And like, what do they do? And, like we were came up with a story, like oh, like, so loud. right hand man and stuff. You know, like you know, he was buying with like the issue that was going on in the story. So like, kind of thought hey. of it that way. And the crazy thing is when when you can answer that question, those questions effectively, um, directors, you know, kind of start leaning on you to be the leader in, in that scenario, because because, you know, it's live theater uh, and in, in live situations, things do don't always go the way that you want or need to go. But like, you know, they your director kind of puts you in that when you build that kind of trust your director starts to rely on you to 
be be the anchor when things go wrong. Yeah, you know it's yeah, pretty much yeah. Because like that did happen to me like once where I kind of like had I had to save the show. I mean I talked about it a lot in the podcast before, but yeah, that that's something that can happen. So it, like there's something that could happen on the on scene or like uh, on live theater. Anything can happen, and like sometimes you need to be ready for to just be ready to help out whenever. Yeah. Yeah, like save, true. like save one of your actors, like if they forget their lines. They always say it's important to uh, get it's another thing. It's important to know everybody's lines that you're in the scene with, because there's a chance that like your scene partners could forget their lines, and like you might need to save them, like say something, like to maybe help them out, because I know that happened in a lot of stuff I've been in. Yeah, yeah, like, and I'll I'll do a call back again, like to that last episode where it was. It's not always. <laughs> my line my line my line my line like i i i find myself doing that too like i will be like okay uh you know you know we mentioned this thing about reactive versus proactive acting like and and for you to you know to again kind of coming back to your question flango you know for our creative process it involves a lot of proactive acting you know a lot of yeah. pro proact of being proactive because you're you're expecting you know you know the show or the set list or what have you so well that um you are already kind of just ready for situations that may happen and you know how to respond to those things properly you know uh in that creative process oh hey look punky is in my chat hi yeah, oh, punky. Really? hello yeah. punky how's it going punky um, and yeah, uh, right now we're at uh, this is Flango's uh, podcast. Yeah, right this now. is Flango's, and Dragon just wanted to go live too. This is going on the podcast, our, our your podcast episode, like Spotify, right? It is as a special episode. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So two episodes going this week. Then uh, we got Flango tonight. And then we'll have uh, Kitten. Yeah, Kitten's gonna Sunday. be on the Sunday's Perspective podcast right. Sunday, eight thirty. Eight thirty sharp. Yeah. Eight thirty yeah. sharp Eastern. Great. I'm so, that. for both of you, who would be the person you would like to collaborate with the most? Ooh. Dragon, I already know, but I can't say. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't talking about that type of collaboration. <laughs> oh, 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 look, look, hey, hey, now, you know, yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind them, you know, be either be uh being my co-actor being being my scene partner or or just being my director because you know all jokes aside they have so much to offer i feel like to me as an actor or as a um you know like even as shadowing them as a director because they've they've they're they're with these high profile companies you know like first look buffalo like that's a high profile company yeah um and just seeing them, just seeing their work has just been such an honor because some of the, some of the, just the ways that, that direct, uh, that they have directed shows has just been so phenomenal. Yeah, but sure. honestly, to answer your question, like all jokes aside, um, I don't know. So is the question in regards to like theater, like collaboration? Yeah. Okay, because I have an answer already for that. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Okay, so um, let's see. Okay, so I'd say like 
I got a couple answers actually. So I've talked, I've mentioned this on our podcast before. Um, like as in like collaboration, I'd say like one person I would like, well, I mean, I worked with them before, but like I would have, by my answer now, I mean like being in a play together as scene partners. Like one person I can think of is a good friend of ours. You know, I won't say the real name, but give better stage name, you know, uh, Shari. I'd like to have, be in a show with her. Oh, yeah. It's like, she's a friend of mine and like somebody I look up to in theater, in the theater world. So kind of one of my inspirations. So it'd be nice to uh, do a show with her. Yeah. And um, do another show with Mr. M again, Mr. Matt. Yeah. And, like, him be my director, but under his company, like ART. I would love yeah. to like work with them this year and have him as my director. That would be really cool. Or just, even regardless, he's there all the time. I will just love to work with him again. That, that's I, another goal of mine. I really would love to work for either that company or Mr. Matt because I've, I've had, a, you know, the last show that we did, I had the pleasure of working with Matt as, alongside yeah. Telly and it was, uh, no, Flango, I'm not <laughs> 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 uh, Maybe in a second. No, no, you're good, you're good. <laughs> and... And that shit was amazing. Um, oh, I see what happened there. So, you know, it was, it was just... It was just fucking phenomenal. Oh, it was me the whole time. And, and yeah, I did fill your request. So no, 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 I was saying, I was saying no, you were, you were good. You were good. <laughs> I did fill your request, so you're good. Yeah. I was laughing because... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so... Yo, Telly, did you get a haircut, man? Yeah, I did the other day. I got a haircut. I'm about to say, I noticed, I noticed something. Yeah, I think I got it on Tuesday. Yeah, I got it on Tuesday right before we went to Brian's. I went, I got a haircut, too. Oh, this man's very fresh. Yeah, I, I needed a haircut pretty bad because uh, I noticed it was getting long, so I thought it was time to get another one. Was it because of the maple syrup? <laughs> yes, really, yeah, because, you see... Um, yeah, let's just say... Well, let's just say my hair was a little sticky, so I needed a haircut. <laughs> Thick, and now, it say, wasn't the maple syrup. <laughs> now, now you go see that uh, the maple syrup is gonna be sticky, wicky, like Vicky. <laughs> <laughs> Good grief! Man, um, I'm, I'm, I'm so glad my podcast is is 18 plus. Uh, right now. <laughs> All right. So, if you can go to an open show for any artist. Ooh. Um, who would that be like like so so artist in like theater sense or like music sense you know what let's go let's go with both okay so so i'll combine both into i have this um so i have this uh, this uh musical this broadway actor that i really like um, his, he's uh, Iran. He's from Iran. Uh, his name is Ramin Karamalu, and he's kind of somebody I look up to uh, in terms of uh, you know uh, acting and and like emulating my singing voice to be to be like that. Even though my voice could never be as deep as him, um, but. You know that and i w i would probably in terms of music i'd probably want to go with this band this local this like small time uh uh, da uh is it danish or norwegian band called uh mesmerize um who i became pretty good friends with um over the course of uh, you know spending my time in twitch so 
Yeah, it's it's a very unorthodox answer, but that that's really my answer. Yeah. Okay, so for me, well, artists I'd want to see a little theater-wise. Hmm, that's a good question. Um, I'm not too sure. Well, can the answer be local people? Yeah, that's totally fine. Okay. My answer would be um, a friend of ours. Um, we call him D. Waisaki. Oh, yeah. And so he's, he's somebody we worked with in film before, and I've seen him in a show. So basically, he's a guy who's just, he's just a super cool, just smart, like, very talented guy. And he's just very nice, too. Just a fun guy to hang out with. I, I like, he's a very cool person. Like, we work with him, and, like, he gave us tons of ideas to go off of. He's just very smart. Like, he's yeah. a person, well, you know how we talked about, like, character development and stuff before, like, um, knowing the character. He did that to us. Like, one time, he, we were, we, like, he was, um, we were when we were making a film, and he was our one of our actors like he me and dragon were working with him and he had like an entire list of like character ideas costume ideas everything like that was just it was so cool to see that like an actor like really get into a character like that like and it was just it's just very cool to see that, that. Was, yeah that was really inspiring you know i feel like i feel like i modeled some of my acting behavior off of him because mm -hmm. because some of those early kind of um actors that we worked with when we were making uh the film with punky um you know when punky was making our film um some of those for early actors that we met were like super influential on yeah. how we turned out you know uh like all the directing gigs all the acting gigs that i've gotten um i that basically yeah came came from that film and and you know i always tell punky i'm like dude you started uh you started our theater career basically, basically because of yeah. that film. and and it's not just because you know punky gave us an opportunity it's not i mean yeah that's a big thing but it's also the fact that out of that opportunity we met people that's that right. you know gave us that that the connections that we got the experience that we got as a result and just these little things of you know getting the reactive versus proactive acting from rue getting the um dress sense um and being prepared from d waisaki getting the hey don't be afraid of your personality from um from uh, Miss, uh, from Rainbow Shawty, who's uh, who's another one of our followers. Oh, he's a good person too. Friend, you know, yeah. it's all these all these actors that that kind of we met as a result of that film. You know, it has just been pretty Helped great. Yeah, it's been pretty great for our um, acting career, honestly. Um, and it was all because of that opportunity, and and you know I'm I'm hoping that I get to work with these actors a lot yeah. a lot more and and more more closely. Like okay, yeah, I've been their director, sure, but you know, it's one thing to be a director; it's another thing to be a scene partner. Yeah, for sure, that's a whole no, different thing. Yeah, that's a completely different dynamic. That's that's like a, because the director director can tell you to do something but like it, a director cannot tell you to have a chemistry um yeah. with with your fellow actors that's just something that you y'all work together on as actors yeah and then uh, for my then for my second half of the answer um you said favorite art uh, music artist you want to see so 
I would say my favorite band, which I talked about earlier, but I got the chance to see them twice last year, and I'd say something else on my bucket list is, would be to see my second favorite band. Uh, they're, they're another alternative band. They're called Dive. They're like, I guess the term for them would be shoegaze or like alternative, but like they're a very cool, chill sounding band. Um, they're on hiatus right now making their new album, which will come out at some point this year. Um, very cool artistic people. Here's a vinyl right here. I got Ooh, my nice. last year. Very cool looking vinyl. One of my favorite albums I have right here. But yeah, they're my, probably after seeing my favorite, favorite band, I want to see these guys next. When the hiatus is over, I'll definitely check them out wherever they go. So since you both mentioned your favorite bands, do you sing your favorite bands in the shower? If so, uh, what, are, what are your songs? I so, do. so I do. I... I, I don't really. <laughs> I am a certified shower singer. And oh, I, yeah. Do you have a record I, coming out? I I put on full full um full concerts to an audience of nobody. Um and I'll sing literally everything that you have heard me sing like on the regular, like Phantom of the Opera, I'll sing some Elvis, I'll sing some um, you know, some Green Day. I'll sing some all James Brown. I will sing all the songs that I am really shy about singing in front of people because those songs sound really bad. Uh, I don't think I could sing in the shower loud like that. People hear me. <laughs> see, <laughs> see, like, what's going on there? See, my simple problem is I don't give a shit. <laughs> but your house is bigger than mine so you have the echo and stuff (laughs) yeah but but when i sing i sing loud man it doesn't it doesn't matter how big the house is my voice is gonna carry because you know being in musical theater like i cannot be normal i have to be extra you know that's kind of just that's just kind of how it goes that's fair yeah so what would be a message you give you to, to your fans since uh which kind of correlates with uh singing in the shower um what message would you give to your fans that watch you when you go to uh these theaters and you put on a, a acting role for them or you're a director um what's the message that you'll give to somebody that's making them making you're making expired <clears throat> you're giving them the inspiration uh what would be a message to them Wait, hold on one more time. Uh, can you? Because I was talking to my chat. One more no, time for me. You're good. Uh, so, what message would you give to your fans that, um, like, it could be a kid, it could be an adult that's gaining inspiration based on your acting and your directing? Since you do both, by the way. Uh. Yeah. You know, it's crazy that you say fans. I don't feel like I have fans. Family. Uh, I, I actually, actually, yes, you do. Because I remember at our first show, you told me I completely missed it. I was doing something. You told me on our opening night of our first show, there was a guy who was like, <laughs> he was like, hello, can I, can I meet you? And he was like really shy. Remember that? Yeah. Okay. Okay. That was yeah. cool. I, I, I do have a fan story, which is hilarious. <laughs> oh, let us know. Mm. So, well, actually, you know, I have one too. So, wait, what show was that? So that was As You Like It. So, in Shakespeare, where I was the musical director, there was uh, there was this guy who kind of came up to me, and, and he was, like, super nervous. He was taking... 
I I noticed uh, throughout the whole show, every time I would come up, he would take a picture. He would take yeah. a video. Um, his his attention, like throughout the entire show, was on me. And and when I came up to him, he was like really nervous for some reason. <laughs> and he was like, "Oh, can I have your autograph, please?" I was like, "Sure, uh, sure, yeah." And and I did that. And I was like. The whole time I was like, what just happened? What just happened? Yo, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, no, but <laughs> you're so vile. Uh, no, but, you know, when when somebody like that who who calls me their inspiration, which is so weird to me, because I'm just a small town actor. When somebody tells me that, I'm just like, thank you? Like, like I don't really know how to respond to that other than, you know, I hope that I have made a difference enough in somebody's life to be like, hey, maybe, maybe I can do this. I want to be up on that stage and I see this person living out their dream. Maybe I can do that. And and yeah. it's always nice to see somebody like that go from an audience member to an actor with you on stage. Yeah, it's, just, like a... it's just so fantastic. Like I've seen like when I was doing musical direction in that same show, I've seen, I, I saw actors come out of their shell just because, you know, somebody gave them a chance. Somebody, like me. yeah, yeah, you're a good example of that. Um, you know, like somebody, somebody gave you a chance, and and you kind of executed, and and look at you now. Now, now you probably have fans, and you've directed, all because all because you know, if when somebody looks up to you, you have to plant that seed of, yeah, look, look. It's great that you look up to me, but I know you can do this too. You yeah, got sure. you got to you got to find your own passion. You got to find your own um journey uh, which uh, which you know you got to you got to you got to use that as I guess ammo to inspire people yeah. to like yeah, go ahead. Oh, uh, you can finish. I was just about to. It's okay. You can finish that. So I was just about to give two fan stories I got too. Go ahead. You can go ahead. Go, go. I think okay. I think I pretty much said what I wanted to say. Okay, what was I gonna say? Okay, I got two. Um, one, one is recent. I remember just the other day at Brian's. We actually um got recognized by somebody. We went to a show and seen because we oh. remember that. Yeah. Like we saw this one guy who we um, actually seen at a show last year because we were out at that show supporting one of our friends and this guy there, he's one of the actors and like we got his autograph and stuff and talked with him for a bit. Then we just saw him and he's like, oh, I recognize you guys. You were at the one show and like, oh, I've yeah. seen you guys. That was cool. And then recognition from him and like he was up singing too. We were singing with him. It was a fun time seeing that guy. He's a cool guy. I, I would like to work with him. That was a wild night, man. That, that was a great night. And um, yeah, but a lot of things happened that night. But uh, my next uh, fan story is uh, this one guy I made a friends with on Twitter. Like um, he was a mutual friend of a friend of mine, and he uh, we kind of bonded over music. Like he's a musician too, kind of in the Buffalo area. Yeah. Um, we talked about our music. He showed me his music. I showed him my music, and like I made the announcement of how I got that part to play. Like he was like, "Dude, I'll literally drive a thousand miles just to see you play. When is the show happening?" So like that was really cool. Wait, wait, who said that? 
Oh, this one guy. Um, well, I won't give his name. I'll just say Mr. A. Um, Mr. He's a friend of mine I made on Twitter. Um, the guy. Oh. Yeah, like he 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 was like, dude, I'll literally drive a thousand miles to wherever you are, and I'll see you guys in July. Like that was really cool. Oh my god! And even in like I was telling Dragon, like he invited like me and another friend, me and another friend of mine out to one of his shows, like when he does early later this year because he like comes to Buffalo at some points for his concerts. Like he invited me to like he literally gave me like free tickets basically when he goes like free word of mouth tickets. So like. Of course, I'm gonna go support my, my friend there. Like that's really cool. Dang, dude. Yeah, like, yeah. It's all about making connections like that, you know. That's crazy, bro. Like, yeah. like Shout meeting. Out to that guy. Yeah, meeting somebody like that is gonna be pretty clutch for you. Yeah, I think he's gonna. I think he'll like you, Dragon. I think he will. <laughs> I hope so. And when he when he comes here, I'm, I'm we're probably gonna get him on the podcast. Oh, that'd be really cool to get him on the podcast. I think that would be awesome. Yeah. I'll have to, I can pitch that. I'm so <laughs> sorry, Flango. We're totally, we're totally no, y'all are good. I'm loving this. Y'all are good. <laughs> <laughs> so, when it comes to your music career, what would you be doing right now? Actually, no. Let me change that up. When it comes to your acting and directing career, on the, oh, I should say side career, and your music side career, um, what would you be doing right now if it wasn't for both of those? If you oh. just decided to go a whole, totally different path? I, do, I, think, I think everything happens for a reason, right? Yeah. Because I, if, if I never became a musician, I would have never found any of this love, any of this twit stuff that I ever did. And who knows what kind of situation I would be in. Like, yeah. I can't imagine, you know living in a world without music without acting without all these hobbies that i do it's just you know for me it was a language where where words failed me music kind of spoke for me so and and in the state of mind that i was when when i found music you know i coming out of my you know you know the first high school i went to before i came here right yeah 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 so my when when i was in that high school i was miserable so so had i not found music back then who knows who knows what kind of effect it would have had on my mental health yeah who knows and like yeah and one thing i can think of is like you say like if it wasn't for that stuff what we'd be doing right now like i know one thing like um if it wasn't for like that movie like we wouldn't have been in like all this theater stuff and like and i don't know what would i I feel like the theater stuff kind of does like help with, and the music and all that kind of helps with my confidence a little bit too. Yeah. I feel like my confidence has grown a lot in the past two years. Like, I see myself not, like um, me ten years ago. I don't think is it, it was kind of now it's kind of very different from the me you see now. I'll say. Yeah. I got grown a lot in the in the past like few years from doing all this stuff, and I'm happy I got into it. All this acting stuff has helped kind of worked work a little bit on my social anxiety because i i i'm not a people's person i don't like to go out much and you know it's just it's just helped to kind of force myself to get out to 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 play shows to act to get into theater you know it's been such a journey for me and just going through that process has been really sometimes really really difficult and but you know, I would have, I would have, I wouldn't 
be the person I am without it, to be yeah, honest. Me too. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, I'm just a loss of words. Like, the, the amount of detail you and uh, Telly are putting out is crazy. I'm very, <laughs> I'm very intrigued right now. Well, look at, and... look at mine's comment. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> All these emojis, mine. <laughs> so, no. Oh, what? Uh, it's, you know, this is what happens when you bring podcasters into your episode is. Um, you know, we, we're gonna pay attention to details and we're gonna give you a lot of context and a yeah. big, big thing to kind of go off. Of. No, we're I gonna love give that. You content. I'm not even gonna lie. Like, I have a feeling this podcast is gonna go for a long time. I'm gonna make this into, I might have to make this into a part one and a part, and a part half, like a half a part, yeah, by half parts. It's gonna, um, be a, it's gonna be a long episode. So, um trying to go off of that uh where have you performed like what are your least what is your least favorite and then end it off with your favorite theaters to go and perform at or so in addition to that where where what is your dream theater to perform oh, at? so my least least favorite so far uh let me think let me, yeah, I'm gonna have to think on that one. Probably, mm, like, l like, so least favorite theater in terms of like the physical, vi the physicality, like the build, like the shape of the build, uh, the uh, condition of the building, or are we talking like vibes, like working with people? Like the company, like you mean? Um, right? you do a mixture of both. Okay. Uh, I think, I think, I think my, thing. uh, it, See, I liked the building, but just oh, I know where this is going. <laughs> but the company that I worked for, I won't, I won't say it I, or how long ago I did this for. It was a while ago. Um, you know, it just there were there were certain things that I didn't like um, yeah. about you know that specific area, just with with like attitudes and. Oh, I know what you talked about. Yeah. Yeah, just attitudes and like how certain leadership treated treated the actors that were there. Yeah. Um, I just think it was really super unprofessional to be to be perfectly honest. That's true. Um, and yeah, it just didn't rub me the right way because yeah, you know, because you know it it was just bad. I I can't yeah. go into details because I don't want to catch a defamation case. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I don't want to catch a defamation lawsuit, but yeah, like, we're definitely not going to say the name of the company we're talking about. Yeah, that's, but that's my answer too. But yeah, turn, yeah, it wasn't fun. the The theater is nice. Yeah, the the company, however, well, that's yeah. a that's a completely different story. The my dream theater, um, probably Alleyway Theater okay. or Shays. Um, but Shay's ultimately is which, uh, what I want to do. But Alleyway yeah. Theater would be another one because my dream theater was that theater that I that I I just was telling you about, um, and and I got in, I I made it so great. Uh, but another one of my d dream theaters is the Alleyway Theater, and 
and then Shays um, okay. are two kind of places that I want to kind of do. Yeah. Okay. Um, for me. Oh. Yeah. So for me, um, kind of the same thing for me. Like, um, least favorite might be that place there. Um, like, don't get me wrong. Like, I love the theater I was in. Like, that's my dream. One of my dream venues right there. Um, I've talked about it before the ART theater. That's my dream theater. But like, we didn't work for that company. We were for a different company. And um, say like, I got same thing as Dragon. I'm not going to go in, into detail with that. Um, yeah. And other other venues I liked. I got to say the venue of Shakespeare as you like it. The meeting oh, house. I love it there. Oh yeah. And we went there for a show in like October. I got instant nostalgia when I got in there of all the memories I had for the first show. It all just came flat flooding back to me. It was a very good feeling. Bro, that um, the meeting house has a special place me in too. my I heart. Love it there. Because, I love it. I'll because it finally. I had an emergency happen in that oh, venue, true. and the people there took care of me. Yeah. You you took care of me. Yeah. And I just have really fond memories of that me place. Too. Like like I, I I really wish we could go back again. Like it was so nice to get get into the meeting house. Yeah. Um, and you know the 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 high school is great and all, but like I feel like the meeting house is where it's at. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That sounds pretty and interesting. It's a very yeah. cool place right on Williamsville. It's a very nice place. You might have yeah. seen it before. Um, yeah, it's my dream venues. Yeah, like my dream venues, of course, Alleyway Theater. I got Jay's would be nice too. And two others I have is um, it's called it's on, it's downtown. It's called the New Phoenix Theater. I was there once for audition and to see like uh, my friend Shari. Uh, perform there. That was a very nice place. Very cool vibe place. Very cool place with a lot of good vibes in there. Like it's very interesting looking design there. I like it a lot. Like I was looking around in there and stuff. It's very cool looking, intimate, neat, neat place. Right. Um, and this one's kind of aiming kind of high, uh, very high. But I would have to say Art Park. Oh, <laughs> oh art yeah, park. Art Park. Is the one is, is that the one in Lewiston? Yeah, Lewiston. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I love that place. That place. That's such a cool place. Oh. You know. Have you ever been up in that mountain? There's a if you go up the uh, yeah. the giant hill, there's a creek that. right there that you walk yeah, down towards. I, Beautiful. You know, since we're aiming high, I might as well say my my absolute dream venue is probably the Royal Albert Hall. Oh, that's a nice one. Oh, you getting fancy yeah, out here? Favorite bands yeah. perform there. Look, I like it there too. I know it's a concert hall. It's not a, it's not a, like a theater hall. It's, it's more for concerts, but like. That counts too. Yeah, like Royal Albert Hall is like my absolute. Yeah, that would be a nice one. I, I like it there. Now, ladies, ladies, ladies. Yes. Now, my man Dragonfire right here. I gotta get closer to the mic on this one. Uh, now, he's talking about all these different fancy places. Now, you need to go <laughs> holler at him right now and see if you can get hooked up with this date, the date, date, date. You know what I mean? Cause this man Dragonfire, he's knowing all the hot spots to get lit for the night. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Listen, <laughs> listen. All I'm saying is you're never gonna be bored. That's it. So melting. He's giving you the hit right now. Place I hear. What? The melting pot's a pretty good place I hear. <laughs> the the what? A melting pot. Oh yeah. He's gonna melt that. He's gonna melt that heart and gonna melt that soul. He might melt something else. <laughs> that's like a cheese place. The cheese place. Oh, oh yeah. Gosh. He's gonna he's gonna he's gonna have you he's gonna have him have him have them making some macaroni stuff. Oh my god, y'all let it stop. Don't 
actually better stop. <laughs> so, do you have any, uh, do both of y'all have any upcoming shows? Uh, yes, actually. Yeah, we do. Um, Telly, why don't you talk about that? Okay, yeah, so we actually just, um, I mentioned it before, like, my audition and, like, my friend over there. Like, uh, yeah, we just got an audition. We just got the roles for our next play with Inclusive and Amy. It's another Shakespeare play. It's called Twelfth Night. So we're going to be at the high school again, but not in the high school. We're going to be on the, it's going to be in the park. So, like, they have, like, a little, like, like grassy area where we're going to be performing, like, by the parking lot. It's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. And then hey. your, pro your project, well, you can talk about that part, but, yeah, we're doing Shakespeare, um, in july that's gonna be fun yeah and man also I, our other project too i've been trying to figure out dates for my project nobody's been answering so like it's kind of stagnated i'm gonna Wait. message who who, who who are you talking about when you said nobody answered anything like nobody answered on, on the group chat that oh i didn't don't worry it could be us three i was trying to i was trying to uh get um dates for the for the next one but nobody answered okay. but anyway right. um but yeah we're gonna finally we're gonna actually touch grass in that we're doing uh <laughs> look uh, we're uh, you know y'all telling us to touch grass we're gonna touch grass there you go um so um you know yeah we're doing 12th night and uh i'm also i think i might also be doing musical direction again in that oh, i'm not i'm not too, too sure yeah. I'm not too sure. It's it's not really had. It really hasn't been set in stone. Touching yeah. grass. Let's go. Yeah, penguin. We're gonna be touching grass. Oh, penguin. What's yeah. going on, penguin? Yeah, what's going on, penguin? But yeah, it's not really set in stone yet because like they're well, they're really gonna start that in May when they yeah. get started with that stuff. So they're working on their other project right now, which will definitely support them in. But yeah, in May in May we'll have more detail on that, everyone. Yeah, uh, on the, on the uh, musical stuff, we don't have any details on that right now, but we will in the future. Oh, stay tuned. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder if Amy will let me stream that <laughs> one of the nights uh, on oh. to Twitter. Well, we won't be able to look at chat though; it'll just be going. Well, yeah, obviously. I'll we'll ask... be doing double duty if that's the case. We'll be acting and performing. Acting and performing. Yeah, right. So, right. how do you feel? Um, about the internet and how it impacted um, people physically going to see your theatric shows. Um, do you believe that in the future, a lot of people that's going to these music shows or um, acting style shows, like plays as they call them, um, do you feel like that is going to get, not dead, but kind of thrown under the carpet now that more um, technology is coming out to where they're going to stream it? Damn, on online really good question yeah that's kind of a good question yeah no I, i'd say one thing is covid kind of like put a pause on that but like theater's kind of theater's back at the moment now theater's doing good thriving yeah. awful again see here's the thing right with with like online stuff and and especially online media like twitch i don't think i don't think that twitch um that you know online theater will ever take off um yeah. because you know because the people that spend time on twitch are frankly not not there for the long form acting style content like like the the majority of twitch and the majority of online 
people who consume Twitch-like content is just not going to sit there and watch theater for two hours. Um, you know, because it's a very, very niche type of thing, you know, that... Um, I And plus, and plus, you know, with the pandemic, like, people... Actors, you know, they're they're used to working physically. You know, they they want yeah. that, they want that one-on-one, you know, body to body. I guess, for lack of better word, uh, type connection. They want that personal connection, and you cannot get that personal connection over a screen. Like, yeah, you can talk to somebody, you can vibe with somebody, but you can never get that personal connection. So, so the. Mm-hmm. the the half of acting is physical emotion you know what i mean like the physicality behind it and if you if you can't if and if you if you you just can't connect with people when you're just sitting on a chair and you're delivering lines that's not that's not really fun for people so yeah i don't i don't think online online theater would ever ever take off really um because people at the end of the day still, you know, some of the old school style people would still want to go to a place uh, to to watch professionals do what they do. Because they come into a building, they know the people behind the stage are going to be professionals. Um, but in, in like a screen, like, they don't know, they may not necessarily know that, you know, like like every company... Uh, builds a rapport and you know i've seen too often that that i've tried i've seen all these companies do uh, all these theater companies do um you know audio uh, audio plays and video plays and it's just not the same it's just not yeah. the same. i mean sure covid kind of put put everything on that on pause but like at the end of the day, I don't. I don't think no matter how crazy technology gets, that that human connection, that one-on-one physical human connection of you being in the same room with a professional actor pouring his or her or their heart out into a monologue, like that feeling, you cannot replicate over yeah, the screen. Yeah, I agree. You just cannot. Agree. Yeah, I can think of one person, for example, like the show we just saw, The Father of Mr. T. Like, um, I'll just call him Mr. T for privacy. Like, I remember at the part, he was like, well, thanks for joining us, you two. And you know, it's like, he would like point us out, like interact with us. That was cool. Like, you don't really get that online. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Hey, it was cool how he kind of pointed us out, that guy. That was cool. Flango, I want to kind of uh, get some ground rules here. Are, are my chat okay to ask questions? Yeah, of course. They- if your okay. chat want to ask anything, they're more than welcome to. That is perfectly fine. Okay, okay. so so Penguin says, so I, I know this, I'm not part of the podcast, you are now, but I think there will be more virtual reality theaters, like they won't stop, but there will be more targeted towards a VR. And that's... It's possible, yeah. And that's what... what see, see, the thing is, there might be like these little side things, but I just don't see physical theater ever being beat out yeah it's gonna be here for a while like you could do you could do theater on virtual reality but like none of the none of the people hardcore theater people are gonna be coming to watch that yeah none like 
like half of uh, some of them don't understand technology. Some of them that's true. Look at technology like it's like it's really something really bad and that it it only wastes people's time. So people like that are never going to pick VR over over actual theater like there is definitely a audience for vr theater but i just don't see it being so big to be super influential yeah like it, as, as of right now yeah i think like theater currently now like uh in person theater like i think it's definitely like at yeah. a high point right now because like there's a lot of stuff going on like a lot of big like ambitious companies right now in buffalo like neither new or old just doing their thing like i yeah. think theater's definitely thriving right now i feel like we probably talked about this on the episode possibly or even with amy like theater is looking really good now and i don't think it's going to die anytime soon i mean COVID did put a break on things but like kind of inspired a lot of more people like it kind of inspired us you know that's yeah. the one thing too buffalo is uh amazing city when it comes to um theatric arts and its regular arts um yeah. and so when it comes to that live theater um i don't think at least in this city i don't see it ever dying down um yeah because like, we have a lot of historical buildings we have a lot of uh architecture that's old and um i mean the insides have been renovated but the outside still has that original architecture and that's not a lot of things yeah. you see in other cities other cities are becoming more modern they're becoming more right. up to beat but here everything is just medieval <laughs> I, feel, but, I feel like <laughs> buffalo is a city that's just kind of frozen in time Basically, uh, yeah. you have there is you know i sound cynical and there is culture here you just have to look for it there is the theater is alive here you just have to dig around you have to find the theater the theater does not unfortunately come to you exactly yeah. you gotta find you one know? that you like you ha you have to be a little bit of an insider and you know somebody like like us is, uh, you know y us younger people are now getting into it and 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 now that has been an expansion all right um uh penguin says my friend runs an improv show in vr and people are actually seems to be interested more technology advances the scary realistic everything about it is that I think more people will get more and more interested instead of people actually leaving their homes. They might sit from the comfort of their home through VR. So it almost sounds a bit dystopian, but a reality as technology advances. Yes. I mean, yeah, it, see, it, it will bridge the gap, but you know, uh, I wonder, um, I wonder if it would work as like a professional ever work in a more professional setting because some people crave the stage right that's true yeah. some people crave the physicality of stage so they might give like little improv shows like this like you know they'll they'll look at that but ultimately their their heart will return back to the stage um, I do, I do think though that there could be a theater company that would come out in the future that is just VR. I, like, yeah, I can see that. As like technology advances, yeah. All, all the, all the actors, you know, it again, it may not progress as much as physical theater, but uh, 
but I do feel like you know there will be a theater company that that will be fully VR and and you know it will be for people who maybe can't can't you know can't go to live shows due to due to the disability and can't can't really travel uh, too well and it I think for people like that to be able to connect um, with others online for their love of theater could be fantastic like i'm not uh, don't get me wrong penguin i'm not counting it out yeah i mean it's a, it's a good idea it could definitely be something that takes off i see yeah i'm we're just not counting it out yeah i'm just you know kind of i guess i'm skeptical until i see like so, something substantive you know what i mean like i yeah. i always like it's a it sounds like a fun idea and I, yeah. and I and I do want it to succeed but I would I, I want to see this I kind of want to see this I I, I want to save up money for for a VR headset now so I can, so I can see something like that I want to save That's... my VR headset so I can do some other things but <laughs> you know, what the heck? I mean, I, w I wouldn't be surprised at this point. I think further into the future, first, uh, first VR probably need to be a little bit more mainstream than what. Yeah, yeah. The the, the main, I think the main, uh, you know, uh, the main generation that consumes uh, theater would need to get down with VR, which at the current moment they're not. Oh yeah, it's like a learning curve for some people. Yeah, like so there might be some older actors like they would have to get try to learn it, you know. Yeah. Invest in a VR headset. That's a thing. I mean, maybe like we don't know if like the theater company would like provide those. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. A bra like brain dances on cyberpunk. Yeah, exactly. So, what do you feel is more important for an actor? Like, what would it be, talent or the training? Uh. Hmm. Depends, honestly, maybe because both. because theater. See, you you gotta have a little bit of innate talent for for to be an artist. I I'm sorry to crush anybody's dream, but if you if you are you know you gotta be able to work with many different kinds of people. You have to move out of your comfort zone to be an actor. Um, you have to kind of you know. I mean, you can definitely learn stuff, but there's certain things that actors have just innately that that kind of set them apart from from uh, you know from ninety from ninety to eighty percent of the population. Like, cause you know you gotta you gotta not be. You gotta be able to face an audience. You gotta be able to sing your heart out. You gotta be able to act. You gotta be able to act like that's you right there. Um, you know, you gotta get out of your comfort zone a little bit. You know, but there is a little <laughs> bit of an innate ability involved as a as an actor. Does that mean? Does that mean you can't learn those th things to be an actor? No, no. A lot of people do learn, but you know, there is, there does, it does take definitely like a certain amount of innate ability to get comfortable really fast. 
it, I agree. It's yeah. it, uh, uh, if you if you learn to act, it might take you a bit of time to adjust, which is perfectly fine. But you know, it's perfectly valid. Um, but you know, you need in order to adjust quickly oh my Susie. god i just got rated by Susie for 16 holy mackerel oh nice <sighs> holy mackerel all right so let me continue my answer penguin says hey oh okay penguin um did my hold on hi welcome in y'all okay we are we are currently podcasting with flango so let me uh, let me talk to y'all for a second and, and then let me just keep this podcast going because I don't want to take it over. Um, so, so as an actor, you know, when you first get into it, it's, it's a lot of nerves, right? It's your, you know, and, and I had to, I'm not going to lie to Tally. It yeah. was, it was a process. I had to give him tips um and and it was you know it's just a lot of patience you have to be kind to yourself you have to be you have to allow yourself to to go through that process to be like hey look okay i'm gonna make mistakes but that's okay it's okay to make mistakes it's yeah. okay to you know that I am going to miss a line or I'm going to miss my cue or I'm going to, you know, miss a timing, miss this, miss that. It's okay as an actor, you have to be kind to yourself when you're first starting out because if you're not kind to yourself, you're going to have a really bad time. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, you know, it's it's good to be professional, yeah. And 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 in, um, it's good to be professional. But at the same time, you know, remember to be kind to yourself because this should be fun for you. Yeah. You know, allow yourself to learn. Allow yourself to. You don't have to do that, by the way. <laughs> huh? I said you don't have to do that, by the way. I was just doing that yeah. as like a celebration type thing. <laughs> you know, it's it's, you know, actually, actually. Flango, if you ask me specific questions on what it takes to be an actor, you know, uh, like building off of what Penguin said, we can we can have a more in-depth conversation about that. Um, thank you, everybody, for the follow. Susie, thank you for the raid. I'm so sorry, guys, that I'm not directly addressing you because currently I am a guest on Flango's podcast. Um, so I'm not I'm not trying to take that over. I'm not trying to upstage him. So, but yeah, guys, welcome in. Thank you so much for the follows, and um, hope you vibe with us. Hope you hang. Hope you enjoy our our time together. You love yeah. to see it. So, um, what steps do you take fully to fully understand the importance of your character to like the story? Oh. So, okay, that's a good question. Tell me, why don't you answer that first? So, I kind of answered it a little bit. I kind of actually answered it a little bit earlier, like how I said, like what steps, like. I like believe it was like Mr. Adam and Amy, like they told me like before, like kind of like, what would the character do in a situation? They say like kind of envision yourself as a character. Um, like think of like, what would they do? Like think of their personality, like try to like develop the character in your own sense. So like how you would see it 
um, kind of like how I mentioned before, like how Mr. M in our last performance, so Mr. Matt, Lee and Dragon were both like friends on like a football team, and like he was like, how would you describe your friendship on the field and stuff? And like, Lee, I came kind of came up with the idea of like me and him, our characters that were like close friends, and like he was like his right hand man and stuff. So like, I'd say like how I how I developed that character work is like kind of just envision myself as a character, like what would the character do, you know? Yeah. Uh, and chat, my chat. If you want to ask questions too, you can. You're you're fine. You'll yeah. be great. Um, so one more time for me, Flango. What was the question? So um, if you were acting right, and let's say you got into an important role, what steps do you take to fully understand the importance of your character to the story that's being asked? So a lot of it is understanding the context. Yeah. right a context yeah. of, and, and the, script, the person yeah. the the script the context the um way your character acts dresses uh the different nuances of how they're saying things like like i was landro he's an uptight guy so i i can't be like oh hey i'm landro no i can't do that you know i oh, have yeah. to be hey I'm Landro, I'm a businessman, I have to lock into that, I'm frustrated because I'm losing business and I'm pissed, you know, that kind of thing. And in another play, I was, I was a, I played this, uh, uh, this horror, horror kind of, uh, beast, this voice actor that I did with like an ice monster i did so i was like i have to be creepy i have to have a very scratchy whispery type of voice you have to you have to build a personality profile a mental personality profile for your character and yeah. you have to dissect your character um, and what kind of personality they would have, you know, what they look like, what they would dress like, what, um, you know, what, are they awkward, are they selfish, are they kind, are they rude, are they mean, like, like these, like, what, how, what is their accent, are they, uh, do they talk a little bit like this, or do they talk a little bit like this, you I know, agree, like, yeah. there's, like, or you talk like this, too, uh, or <laughs> that, or that, you know, like, you or have to <laughs> or you have to really pay attention to the nuances of acting yeah. you know it's it's super nitpicky but trust me as somebody who's who's been a director i will love you for that if you pay attention to the little details if you put your little spin on the character if yeah. you take the script that i've been entrusted with yeah and you're like so boom here i went like Mr. D. Waisaki, like I was talking about. Mr. D. Is <laughs> so good. So good. You know, and my actors too. Like they, they, some of them were, uh, were like rookie actors. And not all of them, but some of them. But they executed like professionals because, you know, you set the expectation pretty much right away. You're like, look this is my expectation i have some homework for you do this day one do this day two do this day three do this you give clear instructions 
And, you know, as an actor, you should always expect clear instructions because yeah. you want, you want to be, you want your ultimate goal as an actor is to entertain an audience. Very much like streaming, what we're doing right now is to yeah. entertain an audience. Yeah, you know? exactly. This this streaming is like acting in a way, except you're not putting on a, you're not really putting on a character in streaming. You're being you, um, yeah. you know. And and speaking of you being you, you know, people also do want to see. On the flip side, they want to see a little bit of you, a little bit of your personality. They don't want to just see you follow the script like right smack like personality has to be exactly like this no every actor is gonna interpret things a little differently you know so so yeah. don't be afraid to put your own personality into it so what's the best advice you've ever given when um you got into acting and this goes for telly too um okay what uh advice did you take and what advice did you like listen to but you didn't take because you thought it wasn't going to help you in that particular situation so i got one okay go ahead all right i just thought of it right now um well, i got two i believe it was amy or someone they were like just there yeah, i forgot who it was but someone told me once like just have fun with it like be yourself out there yeah. that's one thing i've heard i think it was amy who said that but there's one in specific i want to talk about um mr matt i remember at our last show one thing he would say a lot is stuck with me a lot is he would say he would call like when we were like blocking and like rehearsing and stuff he would say it's muscle memory and like you learn by doing which is very true yeah and, like in his his techniques of like directing and blocking helped me kind of know like where to be in the play at the times where i was needed for the scene changes and everything like he's right like you do learn by doing things from like rehearsing and like reading your lines and like blocking knowing where to be yeah doing that a bunch of times you do eventually like learn by doing like you say like you know from just the practice like practice makes perfect kind of right it's yeah. it's 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 very much the case of that practice and you know just you know being open-minded you know as as an actor you're gonna hear things that you don't like yeah, but but at the end at the end of the like like so many directors are gonna tell you look I want you to do it this way and not this way and you may not always like that but you That's have true. to you just have before, yeah, yeah you, you just people, yeah. have to be open-minded you have to do your part in creating that trust with your director because I've had this happen where in in my last show working with uh, Mr. Matt um, yeah. You know, he didn't trust me at first because he didn't know what kind of actor I was. He was going in completely blind and I had to kind of be like, look, okay, I'm going to I'm going to do exactly as you say. And I'm going to I'm, I'm going to throw in a little bit of my personality, but I'm not going to do too much because I want to earn your respect. I want to yeah. earn your trust so that, you know, if things go wrong, you can come to me. You know, the best piece of advice I would give anybody. Oh, posture. Thank you. Uh, the best piece of advice I would give any aspiring actor is just to be open minded. Yeah. You know, you know, if 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 something if somebody's you know, telling you, look, hey, I want you to do it this way. And and, you know, they're experienced. They're doing it. 
they're doing it to help you you know well if they know that you're a, that you are a new actor and they're like a, in a small town small town like buffalo like they're gonna help you they're yeah. they're they're not gonna use that against you they're not gonna use your lack of experience against you they're gonna be like okay i've got a i've got a new actor so what tips can i give to help them yeah. and, and and you gotta at the end of it all you gotta be ready to receive I know I know I'm giving such long-winded responses. I'm so sorry, y'all. No, you're good. My yeah. my my job tonight is just to ask the questions and I want you to explain as as much as you want to explain, man. <laughs> it is okay, I promise. Oh my god. So, I know we asked a uh, or at least I asked a lot of uh theatric and music questions, but tell us about you and Teledris outside of theatric and music tell tell us about Dragonfire. tell us about <laughs> Teledrius. so okay what exactly do you want to know about me anything you that you wish to release to the public oh that's so tough because it's like where do i even start i oh, i yeah. i really don't know you're gonna have to like break like kind of give me give ask me like a little bit of a more specific question because i don't i don't know where to start there's so many things i could say but i don't i don't know like like do i talk about uh my previous high school do i talk about uh my movement moving here do i talk about my culture what do i talk you know what about? let's get the let's get the chat involved chat what do you want to know about Dragonfire and Teledris? Let's get let's get yeah. y'all involved. Yeah, yeah chat. Uh, please help us out because <laughs> there's yeah. like so many, so many things I could say, and and some of them are not fun. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, what do you what do you want to know, Chad? What what part of us that you haven't heard from us before? Yeah, what part good. of what part of us do you want to know? Really good question. It, yeah, maybe directed to the. Oh, here go penguin. What are some key moments in your lives that made you into yourself? Okay, I'm oh, gonna definitely answer that one. So, okay. I'll think about so that. So I'm gonna. I'm. This is a gonna be a big, a long answer, Telly. So do you want to go first or should I go first? Uh, I got it. I'm not even really sure how to answer it. I'm thinking still. <laughs> I know exactly how to answer this. This is gonna probably get a little bit heavy. <laughs> just a little bit. Just, just a little bit. I forgot the question. What was it? <laughs> what What are some key moments in your lives that have made you into yourself? So. Okay. Yeah. You go first. So. So my uh, my journey kind of starts in Pakistan, when when you know. In Pakistan, I felt really out of place, really like, you know, like I didn't belong there. Like, I, it, it's so difficult to talk about because, you know, this, just things happened with p the people that I thought were my friends. And they, they like really took advantage of my, of my friendship and my kindness so so it made me really cynical um but 
but I think the person, the the re the the way that I became to the way that I was to the way that I am today is well let's start with moving here you know I, I felt like I didn't feel alone here I didn't feel I felt heard you know um, coming coming here to the United States and then coming to Buffalo was prob probably really clutch for me if I was you know, in the city where I was before here, I I wouldn't I wouldn't be a musician. I wouldn't be a streamer. I wouldn't even be an actor. Like I wouldn't be all these things that I was. Like yeah, I was still playing music back then, but I would never pursue it um, the as hard as I do because I didn't I didn't feel like I was going anywhere with it. Like it it felt pointless. All these hobbies that I had going on felt pointless. But Buffalo, this city, gave me a purpose. It gave me life. Um, and you know, finding and and you know, finding Twitch, finding um, Susie, wonderful Susie, uh, then Wolf, then Flango, then Telly. You know, finding all these wonderful people was so wonderful for my health and my and my mental wellness because for the first time in my life you know i i i felt like i belonged to a group like i felt like if i was putting my voice out there i would it would not oh boy <laughs> it would not be ignored you know like that was yeah. such a struggle for me that's why it was so, such a struggle for me to make friends because i was in that constant state of well well they're just gonna leave me they're they're just gonna i i'm i'm i this is this is all a lie all these friends that i have they're just gonna leave me they're they're gonna give up on me and they're gonna leave um and when it didn't happen it was it was like such a wake up call for me. I was like, wait, so you're telling me that I that healthy friendships is a thing that that's a thing that that can happen. Um, and, you know, just having uh, having theater and music and all these healthy friendships suddenly enter in, in my life really made me who I am today because I felt more confident. I felt more. Uh, lively i felt more capable more successful more more whatever positive word you want to think i felt more of it because because i'm you know started twitch because i met telly because i met flango because i met punky because i met all these people who have been who've had such a wonderful positive impact on my life you know it's and and you know it's also you know during during those times during those hard times it was also kind of clutch to have mama bear and papa bear and all my family guiding me as well to be like look you'll you'll be okay you'll you'll find it's 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 really difficult but you'll be okay you will find you know those true friends and i just i guess i just had to be patient and hey it paid off in a big way yeah 
Oh my god. <laughs> Damn. Oh, shit. <laughs> that was deep, man. Oh, yeah, uh, oh man. Uh, I don't even know. I can't. <coughs> I don't even know. I'm still thinking about it. Like, I, I don't know. Man, that could be similar. I'd say, like, key moment would be just, like, I mean, I know, like, they say, like, everything happened for a reason. And I know, like, um, if it wasn't for, like, stuff that happened a few years ago, I don't know if I'd be where I am. Because, you know, like, the current events, basically. Because, like, I feel like during that time period is, like, when we developed the movie and stuff like that. Yeah. And we were kind of had our foot in the door a little bit right before COVID happened. And, like, when COVID happened, like, stuff happened. Stuff yeah. shut down or whatever. I think yeah. when things started to get better, like, we started working on this movie more. And then, like, all these opportunities just came uh, out of nowhere, like. Now we're now we call ourselves directors, like actors and stuff. I was able to go in one of my dream theaters because yeah. of all because of this like movie and stuff. So like I mean I feel like well I mean I don't know it's kind of hard to answer it because like um it was kind of a tough time before, but like if it wasn't for like it was it wasn't for the movie and like the timing it came out, I don't know if like I'd be where I am right now. You know if if we never did like this if we never even if this movie was never even a thing at all. Yeah. Like the kind of like the answer before, like if, if this stuff didn't exist, like the music or the acting, I would be different. Yeah, I believe it. I don't know what I'd be doing right now. Um, I know for sure I wouldn't be talking about this stuff right now. I don't even know if I'd be on Twitch right now. A lot of stuff would be different. Yeah. Like, I don't even. It's 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 kind of a think of like, yeah, it's kind of an interesting thing to think about. Like, what if this didn't happen? Like, there's this, yeah. of course, it, different realities to it. Like, you know, this could happen or that couldn't have happened. But yeah, I'm kind of, I'm just glad the way things kind of oh it's kind of hard to answer it's kind of, i'm just glad the way things are the way they turned out to be it is sense. hard you know when when you have to think about you know it's really a blessing uh in disguise yeah yeah, yeah. sure bad things happen and stuff but like something good came out of it in the end though yeah you know a a a really good thing happened um in the middle of a really bad situation yeah, basically, yeah. <sighs> Man. Y'all yeah, yeah. crying? Because I am. <laughs> Man, that was oh. deep. That was deep. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. So, what yeah, was... Thanks for coming. So... Can you describe what influenced you to pursue uh, a like a basically a career for how much time and uh, you invest into it? Um, can you describe what influenced you? Um, this is a question for you too, Telly. Um, okay. To pursue a career in acting. Um, from, I mean, okay. Yeah, go ahead. For, for me, it's <laughs> Wolf says they're tearing up. <laughs> oh my god yeah me too i'm like i'm like trying so hard to hold it together because so many just memories uh, a lot of things are coming back anyway um uh, <laughs> if you gotta if you gotta do an intermission it's okay it's okay i promise i, mean, I can put it in a, i can i can kind of answer that while you're thinking on that dragon yeah give me a minute <laughs> what was it well, actually what was the question again um so what uh pursued you into going into the career as an actor um okay. right now that's a good question so i would say like what kind of inspired me is just 
I'd say around the time I like I, I'll take take it back to like two years ago when I had my first audition and stuff like that. Like I'd say what kind of inspired me is just from my work in the film, Funky's film, that because that was kind of where I first dabbled my feet into this thing. Like I had a role in that movie and I was I was also an extra too. Shout out to Punky by the way. Stuff. Oh, what was that? I was saying shout out to Punky by the way. Oh, that's true. Shout out to Punky. Of course, always Punky. Yep. Um. Yeah, that's kind of where I first dabbled my feet into this whole acting thing. And then I remembered, and I'm like at the time, like I mentioned, my one friend I was talking about, like that I've seen, who's a, who's a uh, inspiration to me and stuff. Like I've seen them acting and like that kind of inspired me a little bit. I see them as kind of an inspiration to me. And also like um, I had my, oh, sorry, I was kind of distracted by something. I had my um, first audition with Dragon back in December 2021 with um, Inclusive. So like that from right there, that's, that's where things really started. Like it was, my first time doing an audition for like anything like that, um, I remember it very well. Like I remember the first thing I did. Um, well, we both read for it. We didn't get the part, but like, uh, I was a little nervous for that. I'll admit. But then like, I started reading all these other stuff. Like I read like my faces, like which I got a part. And I read Landro too, with Dragon. Like after I read those two things, I felt like very comfortable. I started reading all the other stuff, and I read uh, Mr. J's um, play too. Like I read all that stuff, and like, I felt very comfortable doing it. And like, that first audition was very very cool like i never did anything like that before that was very inspiring in a way and just like i took what i've learned from watching plays and like being in film and probably kind of brought it into what i did there and i did receive advice to that time like one thing i'm always told told and i know i was kind of told a lot at the beginning is like kind of projecting like i feel like that's something i kind of learned to do i'm gonna have to learn to do it again for like when we get back on stage because i haven't acted since october so May, might be a little rusty but not really but i know for the next thing we're doing we're going to be outside so that's something we're also going to have to adapt to like learn how to act outside i mean i did it before with our film and stuff but like i'm gonna need to get back into like like a good like, pitch for like acting outside you know yeah um so, yeah, so that's kind of my answer there i'm like completely brain hazing out like what was the question <laughs> so but pursued you like what inspired you to go into a career choice of acting so i'll kind of answer that in tandem with what 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 uh, with penguins uh, question with what was it that sparked your love for acting and music because they kind of go hand in hand oh uh, for me you know music and acting was was a language you know because cause like I said earlier, I'm not good with words. I'm not good at holding conversations personally. I'm not, I'm not, I can't, I can't do the talks very well. Um, you know, it's, it's definitely a, a thing that I had to learn. So, you know, through music and acting, like I could express myself when words had failed me. Like that was that was the only place i really felt confident because i didn't have to be myself i didn't i i could put on this character and i could be another person for an hour or two um and and i just i just fell in love you know that's how it started you know me me wanting to feel like i belonged to something you know that yeah. like that yeah i was part of something influential that's how it started but i just fell in love with it because the applause of the crowd is so trust me if you've never performed in front of an audience you have no idea how addicting the the response from a 
audience yeah just absolutely having rancorous applause is i'm gonna tell you a story that happened actually very recently i was singing phantom uh i was at, right. i was i was uh, just literally just about to say that <laughs> yeah so so i was at um this bar singing karaoke this tuesday actually and you know the host of the karaoke night um you know as we were leaving i was talking to the host of the karaoke night and and he was like well you can't leave just yet you haven't you had haven't sung phantom of the opera i'm like bro the car is about to come i gotta leave i'm yeah, i was like party and never, he, party never ends <laughs> yeah and and he was like he was like you know what hold on a second and he bumped like four four people just to get me to sing before i left and so i, I so i did sing um i sang music of the night from phantom of the opera uh to close out the night and and let me tell you uh and punky i believe can attest to this the applause that i got me too i was right there <laughs> from from that, that it's 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 not a very it's it's not a very like upbeat song but the applause i got is the loudest i've seen that bar ever be is louder than when josh allen they got a touchdown on <laughs> legitimately <laughs> legitimately and i was there for that game it was yeah hilarious and it was amazing <laughs> and so, uh no you become addicted to 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 performing for an audience and 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 it brings and it brings me so much joy you know acting and theater it it, it just brings me so much joy um it's just great it's just great it's just how i speak to people is is singing and music and acting that's how i speak to people and wolf said uh that's what they love about cosplay too it feels easier to start conversations while in costume of my favorite characters ooh, ooh, wolf speaking of i just ordered my lightsaber i i literally literally it's in the mail. It's going to be here. Anyway, anyway, continue, continue, continue. Shout out to uh, Wolf. Hi, excuse me if I butcher the name, but Wolf Hinata. Hinata. They also are a Twitch streamer as well. If you want to go check them out. Um, very, I'm very. Gonna, I'm going to get my octopus over right No problem. Very, very cool cosplay streams. Also, check out uh, Suzy Q as well. She just got back into streaming recently. Um, Suzy has been out of streaming for quite some time. Um, everybody has to take their own personal breaks and stuff like that. But yeah. check out both of their Twitches. Um, Wolf is actually was in. They were in Dragon Stream. Um, they're currently in my stream right now. If you want to go and give them a follow, up to you. I'm not, I'm not telling you what to do. I'm just saying that you won't regret it if you love cosplays right. if you love um acting and stuff like that very 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 good at what they do same with Susie. also Teledris 2022 or 22 is a good streamer he just hit affiliate and so did well dragonfire has been affiliate but dragonfire just hit 300 oh that's true yeah 300 and one let's not forget the one 301 so yeah a lot of yeah. things are happening this year with uh twitch streams we have uh 
Wolf, who came back for the one cosplay stream, that stream that they did was amazing. Um, I believe it, it might still be up right now. It might be coming to that, that last few end of it being on Twitch because of how Twitch yeah. works. But very good cosplay stream. Uh, like I said, Suji just, Suji Q just came back. I would definitely go check her out. Um, you will not regret it. And also, uh, again, please make sure to go give them a follow. Dragonfire just hit 301. 301. <laughs> Can't forget, can't forget the one. One followers, good lord. Can't forget the one. Oh my god. Oh, oh wait, wait, wait. And Wolf, their um anniversary is on the seventeenth of this Our month. The seventeenth. Wow. So please, please, everybody, if they do stream on that day, if they do, please, please watch it up. Please Light share it up. up. Their chat. Please share it up. Please, please, please go check them out. I will literally not stream on that day. I won't stream on that day either. I'll be on Wolf Stream. I I will I don't care what day it is. <gasps> even better, even better. They said they said they're gonna be doing a charity 24 hour stream. Oh wow. Charity 24 yeah. hour stream. That is insane. Better, yeah. I, I that before, yeah, that's pretty cool. I'll be there for at least a good five or six hours, but I definitely will keep my phone on so the view is still there. <laughs> but but at that time, please go check out Wolf's uh stream when that happens. You will not regret it on that. Yeah. And it's a uh, charity Pen stream. Who doesn't like charities? Right. Penguin says, uh, just gotta say, despite me not being the host of this show, I gotta say you are you are an amazing guest on the podcast well thank you of course like dragon you. is always dragon and telly is always amazing guest on anybody's stream anybody's podcast oh yeah <laughs> dragon has that 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 uh, smooth voice and telly just be oh, doing man. some and telly he just be doing some weird shit no <laughs> <laughs> Oh, your, your voice be turning me on, baby. Oh, my God. Fred Burger. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> sound like Fred Fred Burger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wild. Uh, here's a conspiracy theory. Maybe the actor, voice actor of Fred Fred Burger is Patrick Mahomes. Oh, really? He's, okay, he, he's um, the voice actor of so, Fred Mahomes, huh? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay uh host there's a question for you um would you ever consider performing in theater yourself oh so funny story about that um i used to go to villa maria college and i've done a lot of acting um and a lot of poetry classes and uh i used to perform in front of an audience at villa maria, villa maria college only about yeah. three to four years ago and um honestly i would because i do have a hidden talent for acting um but i just never the reason i don't pursue it is because i don't ever think i have the looks for that's, an actor that's and, uh, uh, that's not true and that's why i'm like you know what i'm just gonna stick to poetry and i do poetry but i don't, I don't do it for an audience I just do it for yeah. comfort and I just do it for coping. So I just write whatever's on my mind into 
a book, make it rhyme, mm. and hopefully when I put all my words on those lines, it is it just works out. But yeah, um, I might consider going into acting. Um, I might give it some consideration again. Um, yeah. probably yeah, not yeah. anytime within the next few months, but definitely I'll try to go to a theater or two. Um, just to get back into that vibe, that spirit. Start. Yeah, you guys sure. start with inclusive since we're already. Yeah, kind you of should come in, to our show. In, in there with that. Shit. Yeah, you should, you should, you should come right. and watch us if you get a chance in July. Oh yeah, how many I'll more questions there. you got for us? I got yeah. a, I got, a, I got a few more. I won't uh, keep the stream going too, too long. I don't, I don't want everybody to disappear on us. <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't think that would be a problem bro because we're kind of vibing so i mean okay so we talked about a, a lot of positive stuff right yeah i got two negative questions oh shit okay oh, no. so yeah. how do you migrate disagreements between yourself and directors or oh. with other actors and if you have those disagreements can you overcome those disagreements and still be able to work with that person or so, do you have to dis like distance yourself from that person? So we've had that happen where you know it's, it's so so see there's two type of disagreements. There's personal disagreements and there's professional disagreements. Um and you have to separate those because we've had that happen um you know We've had that happen where we had an actor who had a personal problem with, with, um, you know, they, well, well, with how I directed professionally, um, and they, and they made it a serious issue. Oh, I, did you talk about the person who got kicked out? Yeah. And, yeah. and, and they got, were being incredibly disrespectful like like going to the cast uh, slandering uh, going to like other castmates be slandering um castmates so so that at that point you gotta shut down you're like bye yeah. you gotta they, shut they that down. got kicked out basically and yeah, they were just like not being community not giving communication and just being rude to like actors and directors too so like thinking right. that they're important and stuff so they, they just tossed them out they were just being very unprofessional just rude late to everything never giving reasons for anything they just act i mean it's thinking of it this way it's like being uh, it's like a job basically like you can't just like be late for your job and just act like however you want like you right. gotta be ready for stuff and if you have a reason like you tell them in advance you don't you tell the directors you don't just tell random castmates like this person did. They're like, right they um messaged one castmate because well you know with that director's daughter but that doesn't mean anything you go right. to the, you go to the authority you go to the management for the issues right you don't just go up to any random person it'd be like me asking one of my friends at work off instead of the managers it'd be like that just asking he'd be like what right. are you doing that's basically what it was like you're completely circumventing the right channels you're you're not go you're not being professional about the entire thing um and, and, and in terms of professional disagreements, like, I've, I'm trying to think of a specific example where I've had a more... I think I got one for you. Yeah. At the last, we talked about it a little bit, at the last show we did, um, you and the one guy, um, he kind of had disagreement, the guy who stole my scarf. 
Yeah, so, so <laughs> in that case, uh, you know, um... You didn't actually steal my scarf, scarf, scarf guys, I'm just saying we both wore the same scarf. That yeah. Fierce, what's going in, on? It, see, in a professional setting, you have to just be the bigger person. You yeah. have to kind of grit your teeth and just be like, you know what? Forget this. This is not worth my time to pursue this. I'm just gonna do my acting and I'm just gonna... I'm just gonna worry about the job that I'm here to do. You know, like there's, there's like, as long as you not attacking me personally, which kind of started to happen towards the end of that particular show, I was like, um, you know, after before that, I was just like, you know what, I'm not do do whatever the heck you want to do. You're my director. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just do what you want me to do in terms of show i'm not gonna like really vibe with you i'm just gonna set the show exactly exactly how you want it to be because clearly clearly uh we we have some disagreements and and you know if i if i just if i add too much of my own thing uh, it's just gonna cause more problems. So I, I, this is my approach. I'm, I'm a diff. I try to diffuse the situation. Um, in terms of professionally, if you have a personal problem with me, I'm just like I don't give a shit. But yeah, professionally, like if we're if we're stuck, you know, because we're we're kind of stuck, we have to work together. Yeah, it it just becomes a case of you know, let's let's try to work something out. We don't have to like each other, but let's. Tr- just, just work it out, all right? Just, just figure something, some kind of middle ground, where we both can be professional and just, just, just figure it out, man. Just figure it out. Honestly, I agree because workplace conflicts is one of the worst things to have. Yeah. Because yeah, sure. all that's gonna do Tell is it's it. gonna end up as, let's say you're at your job, right, your career, and yeah. you have workplace conflict. It's going to end up as one of you two either getting moved to a whole different department or one of you or both is going to end up getting kicked out of there and you're both lose. Yeah, and yeah. having that, that not hatred, but having that dislike for somebody over yeah. something that can just be blown over and is forgot about and forgiven, but then just talking to each other um, can be for nothing. And, and it's a lot of things I think people should just be an adult and just speak about. So right. if you don't have... Yeah let's say you don't like what the one person is doing they don't like what you're doing come to a mutual agreement see right. if you can both talk about a mutual change that you both can do so you both can just get along and get the play done get the script done and call it a day yeah and you can go you can go home and you can go back to you can revert and go back to everything you don't like that person did but at least at the workplace just try to suck it up swallow yeah. your ego swallow your pride and just be like listen let's work on this together um dragon yeah Say something in my chat real quick. I want to see if I can do something like I did for Tally and Fierce. Okay. Um. So uh, to to say Penguin's um a comment, Penguin, thank you for being patient. Uh, sorry, we couldn't get to it right away. Um, uh, looks don't matter at all in acting. You think Danny DeVito got popular because of good looks? Maybe, but you don't need good looks to become a well-known actor. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, for sure. Agreed. There you go, Dragon. What did you do? Check the channel chat. No, I don't. I don't benefit from that because I'm already a mod. 
Ah. Oh. Oh, I'm a mod too, yeah. <laughs> so I'm not gonna benefit really from that. Yeah, I'm a mod. You're a VIP. Oh, I am. Yeah. Oh, I got the mod symbol next to me. Huh. That's weird. Okay. Oh, I don't see my VIP yet, but I see yours. Huh. Well, if it if it works, thank you, Flingo. Because you're a diamond in the rock. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's next? So I have a few more questions, and then um, we can go ahead and start wrapping this up. Okay. Okay. Um, so describe your last experience when you were on. Well, actually, you did it. You actually did talk about that. Yeah, we did. That. So, yeah. um, do you ever get any feedback from anybody who listens to your music or watches you act? Do you have anybody? It could be friends, family, or somebody random come up to you and be like, "Yo." I really took away XXX from what you were singing or what you were doing and stuff like I, that. I've had that happen to me more times than I can count on my fingers and toes. I've had people tell me that they were emotional wrecks because of my singing. I've had people tell tell me that, um, you know, that they need me to come back because they need me my energy again i've uh, like like at um uh, uh brian's uh bar yeah. we're, like we're i think we're regulars now at this point they they're they're always asking me to come back on tuesdays which has kind of become a regular thing you know yeah. i've i've had people you know give me like the tightest of hugs because they got in their feelings because of the way i was singing something and That's and just true, yeah sharing my music has made people happy it has made uh, people you know feel such a range of emotions and it's so humbling because it's like i did that we mm -hmm. we did that you know like as when we would perform as a band with punky like we would get those kind of kinds of people yeah and it's just mind-boggling to me like this is the kind of effect that we can have on people and and just last tuesday like the thing that we were talking about the when when i sang phantom of the opera like just having those kinds of reactions to people um, from people is just it just blows my mind i had like four i had like I did this show in which I sang and people like four years later will, were still recognizing me from it. And I was like, wow, this is real. This is a thing, which is crazy. Yeah. You, know, you, got, you got anything? Yeah, I'd say the best advice I probably got, or not the best advice, like, well, wait, what was the question again? I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> um... Does anybody take away from anything from uh, your experience um, yeah. acting or doing singing and stuff like that? Like, have you got any feedback from them? Yeah, for sure. I've gotten good feedback. Like, I, I'm, I'll give an example. The best one I've ever had, the best feedback I probably got was like, uh, talked about it before, I think on our podcast. I might have mentioned it earlier. I think I did earlier. Yeah, like uh, with Mr. Matt. I've talked about him a lot on this podcast, but like, I'll do it again. So um, it was the show where Dragon was sick and, I, and we had somebody step in uh take dragon's place um for that and the person who stepped in they were kind of a background character they didn't they kind of had to learn the script in an hour basically yeah. and it was their first time ever acting too and so what happened a few times was they got lost in their place they 
when they were talking, like when they were doing their lines, they kind of got lost, they lost their place. And like in one, like a couple points, I actually kind of saved them a little bit. Like I gave them the lines a little bit in a way, like kind of like, I don't know, kind of okay, like a hint, you know, as you can say, like kind of help them get their deck in the lines. And like the part where like we would do the football stuff, like he kind of forgot what to do. I kind of took over as like the team captain almost of the football team. Like I'm like, here you go here. Uh, here, get open and stuff like that. And then, like, at the part where, like, we're about to go do the play again, I'm like, okay, guys, let's go. Same formation, everything. Like, I was kind of like, I was acting basically acting like the Josh Allen or the Patrick Mahomes of the whole, like, thing on stage, like, kind of give him where to go. Yeah. And then, like, that, the director, he was very uh, pleased with that because, like, unfortunately, what happened was, like, when there was an issue, like, um, the person got inserted to the show. He didn't really like that, you know. We were seeing that before he kind of told us, like, um, this person got inserted to the show and, like, there were some issues and stuff that I kind of saved it. And like afterwards, he told me like that was very good what you did right there. I appreciate what you did for saving the show. And as a director, here's a direct quote. He's like, as a director, as a director, I'll remember that. Yeah. So like that was pretty cool to hear him say something like that. Yeah. When a show is falling apart and you save a show for the director, like yeah, That's they're big definitely thing. gonna remember he'll that. He'll remember that for sure. And I know like he's even told us before like you go with you guys like you know keep your phone eyes on your phone because you might get a call at some point like he's he's a good he's a good he's a big like yeah he's a good supporter of ours yeah that's what we're looking for he's a big supporter of us and i like that i appreciate that that's very cool yeah so the second to last question is okay which type of acting do you feel you're most suited for Ooh, um that's a tough one Ooh. Uh, so. Are you more of an uh, action type of uh, actor? Okay. Um, are Prob- you more romance, drama? <laughs> Probably like. Oh, we know drama. you romance. Yeah, drama. I'd say drama, yeah. comedy. From what we have done so far, Dr- Dr- a mix yeah. of drama, comedy, and musicals. Yeah, I'll go with that too. Is kind of my thing. Yeah. Okay. Action, action, probably not. I, 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 I can see no, you as the next no, Tom Hanks. I don't think I'm ready for that. Yeah. Nah. The next uh, Denzel. Yeah, the next Denzel <laughs> Washington. Yeah. Imagine, I could never. I could never be Denzel. Tell you as the next uh, Kril, uh, I said I was about to mix Chris Rock and Will Smith and say Krill Smith. Krill <laughs> <laughs> <Krill> Smith. <laughs> Hey, yo, here at the Bikini Bottom, my name is Krill Smith. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Imagine. So, the last question of the stream, I wanted to say, the, to me personally, what would be the best one for last, since you both love music. Yeah. Okay. What is your favorite song by any artist of all time, and why? Ooh. Okay. My favorite song, easily, is um, Only One Thing by us. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's a good one. Um... Go. I the answer kind of changed um, at one point. So of course it's because um, my old answer was well, yeah. My my answer's got to be from my favorite band, The War on Drugs. I'd say my favorite song of theirs is probably it's a newer song. It's called I Don't Live Here Anymore, which is the song title oh. track of their latest album. I love that song. Like I love the time it came out. It reminded me of like basically like yeah, around the time it came out is a very fun time for me. It was like really when I got into theater. Basically, like the song came out, I was like yeah. doing my thing. Yeah, and, like, baby. The song came out and like perfect time, perfect time for it to come out. I was just doing my stuff for theater. That song came out. It's a song I actually listen to if I ever want to do something like I'm nervous, it's, like I'm nervous to go do, or like I'm gonna go see somebody and like. Yeah. 
like I, I just need something good to listen to and relate to like that's my song for sure I will listen to that if I ever need if I'm ever like nervous or anything like that or need to get hyped up that's like one of my songs I will get I, I'll need to listen to it every single time I listen to it every single time before I do karaoke too it's like my kind of like my hype song almost yeah it's, thank you for the like, follow like, penguin I, cover too. I sometimes like when I listen to it, I like to envision myself on the stage like being the lead man playing it I like to think about that sometimes that's a little hidden fact you didn't know about telly right there hey. very nice <laughs> you know you know my favorite song uh, like like let's be real here is actually uh music of the night from phantom oh, of the cool. opera that's my Ooh. staple dude that's like that's like my staple song that i sing literally at every gathering that that's i sing good. at literally every time i sing that so yeah that's my answer all right does chad have any questions for us yeah does chad have any final questions um ask anybody um let us know Oh, forever hold your peace. <laughs> Good, give him like a minute. To if you wanna, if you wanna plead the fifth, that's okay too. What's that? I said if they wanna plead the fifth, that's okay too. <laughs> Funny. Uh, so yeah, Flango, I do wanna say while we're just kind of waiting for uh, for any potential questions to roll in, you've been a great host. Seriously, thank yeah, you so it's much. Been fun. I appreciate yeah. it. Y'all have been great to add on the show yeah it's, it's definitely been, it's been so much fun like you've allowed us to get a little bit you know vulnerable allowed us to have a safe space um you know it's it's been kind of nice it's been really nice to do this podcast and and we've had conversations that i've never before had on my own podcast so it's true yeah. kind of nice uh okay we got we got one here uh what are some things you'd be interested to do if you never found acting or music? <laughs> oh, <that's okay. laughs> oh boy, that's so hard to answer. Probably, probably not. Probably literally, uh, like writing, I guess, because like, 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 acting and theater and music kind of got me to where I am kind of gave me the confidence to do the things that i needed to do in life like i don't yeah. I, I don't i don't know if 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 i would be a complete person without it i don't yeah i feel like that'd be different and you know what's crazy though this is what what wolf just said in my chat you and telly are definitely gonna love you ready for this oh i see it phantom see of the it. opera was wolf's first theater love the phantom <laughs> of the opera is there oh wolf you, you to... hear that singing right there that's that chris quality dragon sing i didn't yeah. really even try do you actually want me to try yeah let's hear it all right hold hey on. <laughs> you you sing in the showers all right you sing in the showers we at least need to hear your voice one time the exclusiveness Okay, I'll, I'll actually. Try. If you want to clear your throat, drink some water, do your thing. Uh, all right. <clears throat> Night time sharpens, heightens each sensation. Darkness does and wakes imagination silently the senses 
abandon their defenses. Okay, I'll sing one more little um, thing from Phantom. Um, let me let me let me oh, find. Man. Uh, let me let me something. see. I just remembered something I want to point out. What? And you were saying the other day at Brian's, like, I was singing with all those guys too, along to it. That was fun. Like, everyone was into it. All the people, like, behind you, that little crowd, they were singing too. I, I was singing it with the guys who were always around too. That was fun. <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah, I was kind of singing along to it too when it was on, the, on there too. The oh, wow. That's crazy. Okay, I'll <laughs> sing, I'll sing uh, the main title song and then that's it. I'll stop showing off, I promise. Yeah, Wolf is loving it. Wolf is Mr. loving it. Mr. James were singing it and Mr. S too, yeah. <laughs> right. Wolf uh, um, actually said they played uh, Christine. Let's sing something Christine then. Um, yeah, because Wolf said they played Christine. You are once my friend and father uh, no uh okay no i messed it up you were once my one companion you were all that mattered you were once a friend and father then my world was shattered wishing you were somehow here again wishing you were somehow here sometimes it seemed if i just dreamed somehow you would be here okay i'm not really warmed up but yeah that was good that was really good. Oh, well, thank you. I'm not really warmed up, so yeah. So yeah, that was that was a little. Well, little... we need we need your soundboard with the claps. We need your soundboard with that. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Yeah. You mean, you mean this thing? Nope, 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 nope. Where is it? Where's the one that I want? There's. Yes, that's, that's the one that we want. All right. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, see, I, I, when I sing more confidently, when I'm more warmed up, you, you will, I promise you, you will see the power in my voice. You get the full dragon experience. Yeah, if you, if you, if you were at that bar, you would have. You, I was singing without a mic at one point, at my strongest point, and the entire bar could probably hear me. Probably, yeah. If I had a clappy mode, but I found, and so. Uh, so that was, that was wow english i'd use a clap emote but i found none so clapping emote no clapping emote that was clapping fast enough you know i mean there's always the good old you love to see it that i have yeah wolf said great job as well thank you wolf yeah. thank you wolf i yeah that was that was fun that was yeah. fun for me anyway well, I would like to thank everybody who came and joined the podcast interview. Yeah. I would love to thank Dragonfire and Taledrius for stopping by, sharing their experiences, sharing their uh, life stories um, with us. And hopefully in the future, I can have them on the podcast again um, oh, yeah. to see sure. about any updates that uh, happens and stuff like that. And um, Hey, 
Hey, Flango, can you do me a favor? Can you give me the link for your podcast just so I can drop it here? Um, Guys, check out Flango's podcast, The Daily Dives um, Collective Podcast. Um, It is it is uh, our it is the brother podcast now to the the partner podcast to the Sunday Perspective. So um, I'm going to heavily be, uh, you know, we're talking about it on our own podcast and we're going to be pushing that really heavily as well yep. so definitely go check that out and flango flango will drop that in a second go check that out do you have a, do you have a spotify link as well yeah i'm gonna put the spotify in there yeah definitely check that out y'all um go show flango some love he he works really hard on these podcasts and he always uh, has such amazing content. Seriously, you love to see it. Let me put it in. There we I go. Will, I will absolutely pu- push this podcast everywhere. He has a Twitter that I'll try to find. Uh, and oh, yeah, try to a for it, put yeah. that in. But yeah. All right, Flango. It's been yeah. fun. Thank you for having us. Of yeah, course, man. Great. I love uh, having you guys on here. Um, also, with um, how can I say this? What we do uh, when we're not doing podcasts, please make sure to check out Teledrius Twenty Two. Um, also, check out you know your man Dragonfire Thirty Twenty Two Eighty. Um, yeah. Amazing person, amazing streamer. Um, he has his episodes too, where he's not really doing games he's just on here just chatting with us time to time so it doesn't necessarily have to be a podcast um sunday and stuff like that it can just be we're we're actually gonna be with uh kit kat this sunday violent yes promote that promote that promote that yes so so definitely come to that on sunday uh at 8 30 eastern we're gonna be live with uh violent kitten after two years um of um you know um, because because she she literally asked me she was like hey um you know what would be cool is it's been a minute we should podcast together i was yeah. like hell yeah hell yeah Why so we're yet? gonna so we're gonna bring um uh, a violent kitten back after two years and it's gonna be a fun episode y'all definitely come hang out with us for that yeah, we're looking to get some uh, friends on for Pride Month too. Like I'm yeah. thinking, Mr. Rainbow Shoddy would be nice to have on. Mr. Rainbow Shoddy, I'm gonna try to bring Rue back as well. Yeah, we gotta get Rue back for sure. Yeah, for that. And and Wolf, actually, you oh, too, shoot. if you would be oh, yeah. interested. Uh, oh yeah, Wolf, yeah. Bring you. Can definitely you. come on the podcast if you want. Yeah. Yep. So we 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 need you to come on in for Pride Month for that. Yeah, that'd be fun. All right. I'm all set, Flango. I'm just putting in my my Twitter. Hopefully, yeah, yeah it works. works. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's in, it's in your chat. Yeah. Sure. Just let me know. Bet. Yeah, we'll definitely let you know. We got some plans for that. We'll reach out to you around that time. Yeah. Flango, do you have a like an outro you do for this, like I usually do? Um, honestly. I do not. Um, <laughs> do you do you want me to just do my outro? Yeah, they can hear you on my podcast, so that works out perfectly. Okay, I'll just do my outro. Well, everybody, thank you so much for hanging out. Um, 
hosting us today was Flango. Hey, everybody. I love you all. Thank you for joining the community. Hopefully, I can and see you guys and girls and non-binaries on um, me, my uh, my streams, Dragon streams, or Telly streams, whoever's streaming. Um, let us know if you stream as well so we can go ahead and check out your streams as well. Share the love. Yeah. Give you guys and girls and non-binaries a follow. Give you all a follow. Give you all support. Just let us know. And I don't mind helping uh, push your podcast or stream out or anything like that. Hell yeah. Wholesome. I love it. Um, and, you know, um, we, we we thank you, Flango, for having us um, as guests. My name is Dragonfire. And, you know, we had Telly as well. That's right. Everybody be safe. Take care. And we will see you next time on Sunday. Good night, everybody. Be safe. Good night. All right, five, four, three, two, one. We're out. Okay. I'm going to raid Kia before everybody wow. leaves. Yeah, it's a good one, yeah. That was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. That was great. I loved that. Man, that got heavy. I'm it not going to lie. Sure, that, yeah. got, that got heavy. It was... It was difficult. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At some points. Um to to talk about the these kinds of things but you know but you know it was it was it was definitely an, an, an important conversation to have yeah I uh, in terms of that i think i'm gonna raid uh kia oh you're gonna raid kia oh you're still alive i'm gonna oh. raid uh i gotta do it quickly so i'm gonna do uh good Rem thing i didn't say anything stupid <laughs> i'm gonna raid remy replay actually actually no here. Yeah, I don't. I don't usually raid in podcast nights, so sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. Thank you, everybody, for joining the podcast. I love you all, and hopefully, I can catch you all on the next one. See you. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And I did one. All right, y'all. I'm gonna be.